This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Forever. Dog. I like having fun. I like to laugh. I like to meet people who can make me I was going to do a parody of Mark's opening, but yeah. I can't do it. No, do it. What's up, motherfuckers? Yeah. Buckerinos? Buckadicks? Buckaluck? Yes. Muckafuckaruckaroos? Yeah. That's good. <laughs> Feels good, right? Yeah. yeah. Hey, man. Yeah. Who, you like, you, you've seen you've heard, an impression. You've heard the uh, uh, Urbaniac impression of you? Urbaniac or, or, or I know uh, uh, the other guy. Uh, what's that oh. great? Caliendo? No. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's good. He's good. You like that? Yeah, sure. I I never thought it was possible. Right. Because I I don't see myself as a a guy who's got enough quirks and ticks for people. But you do something long enough, people pick up on the things. Yeah, he gets it. I haven't seen Urbaniac. He does me? Oh, my God. I might have to show you something really. All right. Hey, let me just introduce the show. We're live. Tim Heidecker's Office Hours Live. Going six years. How long are we on the air for? Six years? No one knows. No one watches. Eight, I think eight. No one watches? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> this is one of the lowest rated, uh, I don't know what you're doing here. You hey, should have that's, had... uh, that's nothing to shake. That's good. Good for you. Well, people are really into popularity now. It's all about your audience, you know, and as long as you got your people, even if it's nine, it's, it's not nothing. No, it's true. I, and we have a dedicated, wonderful <laughs> following. But, you know, people saying, you know. I'm sorry about the panicky email yesterday. Uh, I loved it. Can I talk about that sure. real quick? So, I know. I'll explain to you why I sent it. <laughs> let me get. Let me access my Gmail here, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the show. Let me just welcome my my guests here. Yeah. My my, my uh, introduce everybody. Comrades, oh, do what you do. Ladies and gentlemen, we got Doug Lusenhoff. Good morning. Mm. And Vic Berger here. What's up, everybody? I'm so nervous. I'm I'm hyped up from the coffee. And, uh, and I'm nervous. Yeah, I'm nervous. What are you nervous about? Oh, having Mr. Mary in the room. And apparently, yeah. I do know you. I, I think you did a Trump montage. I, I yes, I've done a few of those. Yeah, yes, that I yes. was. Uh, I talked about publicly. Yes, yeah, yes. Thank you. Excited about. Thank you. It. WTF? You know who else loves you is uh, Joe Rogan. He does. <laughs> yeah. Yes, he does. Does he? Yeah. Big fan. Big He's fan. a big. The, the funny thing is, Vic uh, Joe Rogan is a big fan of of like Tim and Eric. Yeah. And Doug's work and Vic's yeah. work. DJ Doug Pound. Yeah. Of course, not a two-way street. No. DJ no. Doug Pound's cool as fuck, smartest. <laughs> one of the coolest Did you see my Rogan parody? I did. I loved okay. it. It was great. No, yeah. I never got a text about it. I, I'm just kidding. Well, I'm just, there, there, I'm just you know, kidding. There's, there's a strange history to me. and like uh, You know me, and, and, and we've known each other for years yeah. to some degree. And there was a time where you booked me on the show. On this show? Yes. There were t- I must have been towards the beginning because this is what's been going on a few weeks. And I, uh, you know, then you canceled me. You said, do you, you want to, can we rebook it? So in my mind. <laughs> it was because of like my schedule. It was not because I was not interested in having Well, no, it. here's what my brain does. It's like, how, who bumped me? What fucking, <laughs> what guest did he get? So that yeah. stuck for a long time. And I'm like, Sorry. I'm not doing, because I have a weird, go ahead. Well, well, this will hilarious. all come from the email. I'll explain yeah. to you the well, situation. So, uh, Burger makes a bunch of very funny uh, internet videos. <laughs> oh, this is, Turn okay, play that again so what? Mark can hear it. Vic oh, yeah. Berger makes a bunch of very funny uh, internet videos. Vic Berger smash cuts fucking hilarious. So that's Joe yeah. talking Thanks, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. good. Like, Let's not give him any air. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so <laughs> M- Matt here, producer Matt, who you've been interfacing with more than me. I try to yeah. stay out of the yeah, yeah. But then you got in though. You jumped in. Last I did, time. and I'll tell you. I'll, we'll play by play this. We'll yeah. go minute by minute. Okay. So I'm oh, my my brain is like everybody <laughs> we book is not going to show. Really? I just feel like. Why you're would t- you? Listen, you're ten minutes away from me. It's true. It's like the great. I could come over every day. Uh oh. <laughs> Here we go. You no, know, we're gonna get. But I always wow. think something's gonna happen. Yeah. You know, you're gonna realize. I don't really feel like doing this. Yeah. But you're not like that. You're no. you're a man of your word. But so then last night, let's see, seven o'clock. <laughs> Mark and I. I mean, uh, Matt and I get an email. Uh, what's going? This is all it says. Well, actually, Matt writes, says, looking forward to tomorrow. Yeah, Here's yeah. the address. Right, right, right. Very responsible. Yeah, and yeah, I appreciate yeah. that, Matt. Yeah. Thank you. And I would Seven. appreciate it, too, if I'm you, like if right. somebody checking in. 
Well, like sometimes I forget things. Sure. Like you know, because I don't have an assistant because I'm a regular person. And uh, <laughs> you're not a regular person. Yeah. Right? <laughs> but uh, um, but yeah, so something's I, I'm just like, oh shit, I was supposed to. Right. So Matt says that, then you respond pretty quickly. I'd say yeah. 20 minutes later from the iPhone, because that's at the bottom. <laughs> yeah, it says sent yeah. from my iPhone. It says, this is all it says. What's going to happen? What's expected? <laughs> that's a heavy. That's a heavy email to get. I can, you want you want to know the backstory on that? Yeah. So what happens is like back when you were in the Beatles, you know, with Tim, with I, Eric. Uh, yeah, with Eric, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, you know, there was I always appreciated what you did, but yeah. I always felt that there, there was there was a, a meta thing going on. So anytime yeah. I engage with anything with Tim me. and Eric, yeah, you feel I, like you're going to be the joke or something, right? I always feel yeah. like uh, like oh, I've told you this before that that there's going to be a joke happening. And I don't know that I'm part of it. <laughs> and then lately I've realized, well, that's that's the genius of those guys, is that's what life is, man. Yeah, so, yeah. so I hadn't really watched the show in, in its entirety, so sure. I thought, what well, I just want to know what I'm walking into yeah, yeah. And, and how goofy would I have to be. So rather to, Right. Yeah. Go ahead. So rather than actually watch the show, I did, you just I did emailed. Watch it. I did watch it. But did you email did you watch? No, I watched after. I realized because of something yeah, okay. I, because of my Ben Kingsway experience. I'm like, what kind of person doesn't research the show he's going right. to be on? And I realized, that was that was funny because yeah. I did listen to the Ben Kingsley right. this morning. Yeah. Yeah. Doug email and Doug does a little research too, and he says, uh, th- "I hear this one's a doozy." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So can I just read what I wrote back? Yes. Because I didn't feel Matt was. I was. I didn't trust Matt to write <laughs> to back, handle Marin to handle Marin. No, I wouldn't have had a good answer. This was a great email for me. I believe. Yeah, I think so. It was. It comforted Did it me. Did really? It, yeah, it calmed made, you down. Wow. Yeah. We expect. This is a beautiful way to begin. Yeah. We expect nothing but your presence and wit. <laughs> <laughs> now, I meant to say presence, like you bring me something, sure, like yeah, a WTF yeah, yeah. mug. Matt's a really, really. It's just nice a live guy. morning show hang. Yeah. <laughs> live morning show hang. Great. So then, then I was expecting, like, maybe there'll be a guy with donuts there. <laughs> Sam? <laughs> oh, shoot. I don't want to do we'll that. We'll talk about you and your special and yeah. whatever else comes up. It's very nice. Oh, definitely want to talk about music with you. Yeah. You can inspect my guitars and rate them. I don't know. Sure. <laughs> They're behind there. You want to pick one, Vic? Like a whole bowl and a hand sandwich. Well, throughout the show, we'll pick a oh, guitar for you to inspect. Yeah. Anyways. Well, I thought that was very nice, and I think it's a, a testament to our evolving relationship that I didn't feel like that email. I felt it was earnest. I didn't feel like I was being set up. Nice. <laughs> Well, I'm growing. I'm changing you like are, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that. I feel like um, that. Well, that yes, we have, a long, we have a long history. I think I have one of these. Oh, look Well, at that's this. not the best so one to show. I mean, it's just a 96 Les Paul standard. Wow. wow. <laughs> Is that a good year for these? Oh, it's the best. No, really? I don't know. Oh. I don't know. I don't know enough about guitars. I just started playing Gibsons, really. I was like a Fender guy my whole life. Mm. Mm. We can get you a Fender. No, no, problem. no. That's all right. I like Gibsons. I've been playing Gibsons a lot. All right, can we do something? I took a guitar lesson recently. <laughs> I saw that online. You did from your guitar player that you played. Yeah. With. Yeah. Yeah, I took a guitar lesson because I needed, like, I, I, you know, I've been bending the same notes for, like, all my life. Right? Yeah, yeah, right. And I'm, I'm pretty good at those notes, but I'm like, what about these Mixolydian scales? Uh-huh. The Jerry, the Jerry, the Jerry scales, scales, right. Yeah. And he showed me them, and I'm like, oh, my God. And do you this remember what? Because I learned that too, actually, yeah. recently. And the blues, I, the blue note, you know, the blue note. Yeah. Well, I know pentatonics. I know, blue, I know major, major and minor pentatonics, right? And then you drop down, like I know where the pentatonic, the country pentatonic is for A and stuff. Mm-hmm. But then, like, you know, the A mixolydian is right there. Right. It's basically that country pentatonic with a couple of flat sevens added mm-hmm. or something. Right? I think so. Yeah, I think, he went to music school. I did school. go to Berkeley. He went to Berkeley. He went to Berkeley. Yeah, but it's been a while, so I'm trying to remember. Mixolydian is like. From the five, you know I believe, or the four. I don't remember. I don't know the theory so at all, but I yeah. just know I wanted new notes. <clears throat> right, yeah, right. Yeah. And he uh-huh. gave me new notes. And that Jerry stuff turns out, it's just these runs that once yeah. you do, it's like, it's, it's not, I'm not going to say it's easy, <laughs> right. but I know where it is. Well, you now. know what my guitar player said to me on tour last year? He goes, You know, you're always one note. Away from the right note. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can always go and like, work you around you. I mean, isn't it? Right. What do you mean? There's hidden notes. Is there, they're all right there. Just one fret. Go one all right. fret down. We well, don't want to hit. Uh, you don't want to hit clams, as uh, as, as Buddy Rich said. Do you, you ever play? Uh, do you ever play oh. like non-bluesy kind of stuff? Do you ever play? I, I don't, like, it doesn't major... satisfy me. No, it doesn't. Okay. It doesn't like even when I listen to like I've been trying to listen to like this morning. T- this was a harried morning, dude. Tell me about your morning. Well, I knew I had to be here at 9.45. I knew it was 11 minutes away. And then yeah. I, I set my clock for 7 because I just get up early. And then I'm like, when am I going to get the gym in? Because I'm compulsive about it now, mm. about exercise. 
And so I set it for seven. I'm like, my plan was I was going to do the gym after this. I was going to come in gym clothes because I thought that would be fitting. <laughs> I'm going to do the gym after this, by the yeah, way. Yeah, but like I got a fridge guy that's been trying to fix my refrigerator for a long time. <laughs> I got a fridge guy. Yeah, fridge guy's supposed to come, but yeah. he's been keeping me hanging for a while. But anyway, well, what's so happened to all your food? It's okay. The fridge Hell is working. Okay. I just got, when I have free time on my hands and I'm just trying to write stuff, I end up getting uh, very obsessed with, with dumb shit in my house. Right. Everywhere. Like, yeah, yeah. I just oh, need, God, it's an old fridge. I just, and I don't even use the ice that much, but right. I need the ice maker to work. It's making funny noise. So I get up and I'm like, do I have time for the gym? It's seven. And I'm like, well, if I get down there. So somehow or another, I, I went to the gym. I got home, fed the cats, took a shower, had a piece of toast. And I, t- I got here at, at 9.42. You got up at wow. 7 and, accom- and did all that? Yeah. Where's the gym? It's got to be close. It's please, right down there. Please tell me it's close. It's right there. Yeah, it's you five can walk away. to there? Almost. Okay. Like, this is the nice if part. Walked, I never come to this side of Glendale. This walk- is where the fancy people are. Right, I'm right. down there with the working people. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> the hard hats. Don't dox me, Mark. All right. Let's take a call, because I don't know. I don't think we're, this, we're not live, are we? No, not at all. I like Mark. Am I on very camera? Early. I thought that was like I like you're that. on camera. Yes. Oh, I am because all I see is Tim. Is that you? What you want me to see? Do you, if you want to see yourself. Oh, there I am. Arranged. But you don't want to. I see just want to see too. my hair because I just uh, things are happening. I want to play Mark that uh, Urbaniac video of me. Is yeah. he doing me? Well, yeah. this was I don't know. Have I do seen that, it? or do you want to talk to somebody? I first. do want to talk to somebody right. first. Let's talk to Lila. Lila, what do you have to say? I to love her? the sound of the electric guitar not plugged in. Oh, what do I have to say? Well, you raised your hand, yeah. Well, yeah, I wanted to know, like, what Mark likes to put on his toast. Oh, God. Oh, boy. oh t- well, see, like, here's, here's my This my is how the show thing. grinds to a halt. No, this is important <laughs> stuff. You know what? Oddly, Tim, yeah. uh, this is the stuff that people hold on to. Yeah, you know, yeah. you can speculate and give your big ideas, but you talk toast, yeah. you can get 90 emails. Oh, I love that. <laughs> um, All right, let's break some news. Well, usually <laughs> what I like to do is I'll do oatmeal with walnuts because I've been vegan lately. I need my, yeah. uh, my, my good oils. But if I'm in a hurry, mm-hmm. I'll do a piece of like Dave's bread, mm-hmm. just like slathered with, uh, with um, almond butter that I grind myself at Whole Foods. <laughs> and then I put some... No sugar, uh, fruit spread, and a bit of that fancy Malden salt on top. Okay. Oh. Mm, like yeah. That's very specific. Right. Dave's Killer Bread. Isn't that guy, uh, he murdered someone, right? Then he started a bread company. What, are you going to judge people? The guy makes bread. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You can't you let go of the little stuff. Yeah, uh, Doug, I just want to get the want to check on you. He's on this. Did you buy it because he's playing guitar on the bread? No, I think we promoted it once, and I tried it, and I was that's like, and bread. I yeah, I'm not a big bread guy. All this, uh, because of the vegan thing, I'm eating a lot more starch than I used to, and it's very hard for me because I have an eating disorder. Did, but but look, that's what I eat. Is that? Do you, you want more information? Doug, you might want to look into where your, uh, you might not want to look into where your license plates come from. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't, so, know, I don't know what his backstory is. I know he, he did something. But, you know, I think it's like that homeboy industries too. Like you try, I, you, I'm just. I, do you believe that people can be re- rehabilitated? Do you think Dave should be dead? He has great bread. All right. I'm, I'm just wondering if if you knew the best. I don't think story. it's I don't think it's in great taste to if you did kill somebody to name your company Dave's Killer did Bread. Kill did he actually kill someone? Well, that's what I no, heard. He, he killed someone, anybody. then he calls yeah. his bread Killer Bread. He didn't I mean, all right. I'm sure our audience knows. What about you? What do you like on your toast? See, I'm engaging with the audience. Nice. Lila. Me? Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I like to switch it up. I do like to put some, you know, like jam, maybe like a raspberry. Yeah. Raspberry. I eat, sometimes I do the vegan cream cheese now. So the when did you go vegan? Cream cheese. When did you go plant-based? Uh, you know. Are <laughs> you one of those guys that like makes fun of you for that? Uh, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. See, Look at this, fucking Rogan, vegan. Rogan's rubbing off on him. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm only uh, eating organ meat for three meals guy, a day. Rob uh, Schneider over here. Ugh. <laughs> So, uh, no, I got a, I don't want to be, uh, you know, too specific, but I went in for a colonoscopy and I realized that, oh my God, there's nothing in me. Why not only put good things in now? So I tried the vegan thing. What do you mean there's nothing? Oh, you mean when you, you did like, the, yeah. the fast. Right. Yeah. It's not a fast. It's like a rootering. You know, you just drink this stuff. I don't know why people do juice fasts when that stuff's available. Right. But, um, but also I wanted to see if I could get my cholesterol numbers down. They're not too high, but they were a little high. And I wanted to see how much was genetic and how much was just eating. Right. So I went vegan for like a week and it went down like a lot. Really? Yeah. And then I was on a little bit of, this is an old guy talk, a little bit of statin. Then I got off that and it was still down low enough for me not to have to use medication. So right. I just stuck with it. I like it. I don't mind it. I've eaten enough What's your meat. blood pressure situation? Very good. Very good. Always yeah. been very good? Yes. The blood pressure is not a problem. I have a high blood pressure problem. Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> 
You're right. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> you guys, I, I googled it. This is a morning show. The, Dave's killer bread. He didn't kill anyone. Yeah, he was a but oh, he did okay. go to prison. Big old waste of time that was. And, uh, <laughs> he was an armed robbery and stuff. All right, this is out of tune. Now, where's the roadie? Thanks, Lila. Uh, <laughs> do you ever get sucked into buying those like uh, Instagram <laughs> guitar products? Like, there's one that's like a <sighs> automatic tuner. No. There's a I, I there's a new it. one that's like a a wireless system. No. None okay, of that. Good, I, good. I, I don't even use pedals. <laughs> oh, you got to get some pedals. I got a ton of pedals. Earthquaker used to send me all kinds of pedals, right. but it's just then. Then it's like a job to figure out what pedal and yes. what for, what the, what what the route, what the yeah. change. I go be. right into an old tube amp and and then just make no. Uh, just plug you into my Princeton over there. I need a Princeton. This is not an old one though, is it? That's a re repro. It's good, but it's good. Yeah, it's. I have a I have a 1953 Deluxe, a little wild, weird little thing, and then I have an old Champ. And then I have a, a, a like a sort of reissue of a, of a later deluxe. But the Prince, I have a Blues Junior, which is similar. Blues Junior yeah, is good. We had that one in last week. Uh, we had a great artist. What's his name? Corey Hansen. Mm -hmm. yeah. We'd like him. I like the Blues Junior, but I want one of these. All right, I got to do. Um, Thank you for the question. Of, I, hope I got to do a bit of business here. What do you? Right? You got business? You throw into an ad? We do a we do a fake ad. Oh, oh, you comedy okay. for comedy. Oh, we're doing comedy. It's a comedy yeah, show. It's a comedy show. I hear a lot of <laughs> Sound effect. The city yeah. of the day. All right, this is called the city of the day. Very unpopular part of the show, where we find out this who is the city of the day. What is the city of the day? Um, the city of the day is sponsored by. Ready for this? Yeah. This is humor. Yeah. Snorin' Blow Burp. Nice. It's a new product. Snorin' Blow Blow Burp is snoring a problem in your household. It kind of is. Is it? Yeah, I make my girlfriend sleep in the other room. Okay, we'll get into that. But she's snoring. <laughs> snoring. snoring a problem in your household? Have you tried the pills, creams, mouthguards, and gases, but nothing seems to solve the terrible issue? Well, before you get a divorce or install that soundproof chamber, try Snore and Blow Burp, the snore dampening syrup from Congresswoman Laura Boebert. Oh, okay. I get it. Yeah. See, I don't read Boebert. these ahead of time. Yeah. No, it's good to do just, it cold, because yeah. then you can enjoy it in, exactly. in real time. Just drink a pint of this miracle liquid before bedtime, and as you sleep, the thick sap will turn your snores into quiet burp bubbles. The coolest part, when you wake up, your bedroom will be filled with playful balloons that you created while you slept. Seems hard to believe. That's funny. Snoring. Oh, you hear that? Can we get an isolated that's funny from you for, for later <laughs> no, use? No, no, no. That's funny. Thank you. So every morning... <laughs> Each order, uh, great news, each, okay. Great you're news. Real, you're <laughs> radio pro here. Yeah. That's all right, so fix well, it in post. Yeah, you're okay. We're, we're not lying. Tighten that up. Each order of 80 pints or more will receive a free assault rifle. <laughs> it's political. This is a sat biting satire. Loaded. Here. It's limit, loaded. Limit five per household. So turn these snores into bubbles. Save your family and rekindle your relationship with snoring blow burp from Lauren Bobert. Order today by visiting jasonsnores.gov slash final marriage solution. <laughs> I like that the, the the professional approach is this, is that you're reading it like a, a, a radio vet yeah. who is is just doing his job. Right. Like, you know, like that with that detachment. Yes, as yeah, if, yeah, yeah. What was that? There was a, I'll just no, finish. It has deep character work there. Now like I it, will suffer. As his interest diminishes <laughs> throughout the ad. Now I will suffer. For, oh, th so this is, now I will suffer for 18 seconds while I listen to Take two. Now I will suffer for 18 seconds while I listen to Doug's jingle. Oh shit! Uh, Wait, <laughs> you're not plugged Run in. Well, you know, no, jokes these, on you. No, it's these. It's this oh, no. new. What kind of wow. glasses are those? Uh, I think they're from a one of those cheap places, pain glasses. Or, are they really? Or is it cheapos? Pain glasses. Cheapos, That's kind yeah. of neat. Oh, yeah. All right. Now well, we well, have our city of the day. Oh, and who is the Nathan. city of the day? Nathan it is Hill. Irvine, Irvine, California. Can you hear me, folks? Yeah, yeah. Irvine, California. That's the worst. Great. I mean, what a bummer. <laughs> I was doing, won't even what work. What a there. bummer. Beautifully sunny. By the way, happy Go Skateboarding Day, everybody. Oh, thank you. Oh, you didn't promo that. Were you supposed to promo that? Yeah, let me let me take this back to the top. <laughs> happy pro, happy go skateboarding day. 
Yeah, now yeah, as long as you don't do it on my day. lawn or in front oh, of my house. Oh shit! <laughs> uh, I know. So I have these kids that are doing they're doing graffiti in front of my house and they're skateboarding and they're causing trouble, smoking and chewing gum. I've been to Irvine a couple of times and I I just don't understand it. I you know I used to I maybe worked that improv once. Nobody came, and and <laughs> I was like, there? what? It's in that mall, and I'm like, what do people do here? Spectrum. It just seems like well, uh, I, what. We, we we moved here from uh, from DC. Tim, I saw I was at your show in DC. You actually retweeted me because uh, I was really perturbed that uh, at the show in DC that uh, it was at that church, oh, Nashville yeah, Community Church, was an yeah. anti gay church. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm actually I'm actually a progressive Christian pastor. I moved out here to serve a church that does same sex weddings and wow. loves everybody. Oh. Is there um, protests at your church? There have been. There's been vandalism. There's been Trumpies out there protesting. But what? we'll be at OC Pride this weekend. How so. about this? Uh, how about this uh, protest at Dodger Stadium? Did you see this yesterday? About we have that. to keep our country gate. <laughs> 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 wow. The yes, the 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 sisters of what are they called? Yeah, what are they called? They're, they've been sisters around forever. Sisters of discrepancy? Perpetual, of disgrace? Perpetual. What is it? <laughs> yeah. Perpetual, perpetual disgrace. <laughs> I like perpetual disgrace, but. Perpetual indulgence? indulgence yeah, yes. that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Indulgence, so, that's it. That's it. So these dopey Catholics come out and and they've what, they've got no backbone. They can't take a little goofing around. Not anymore. They can't have any fun. You, it's like, I mean, they used to. They, they all used to be able to take it, but now they just decided they've had enough and they have traction. Yeah. And so we all got to deal with fascism. I hope it goes well for you at the church. <laughs> yeah, I mean, at what point do you just, at what point do you just, like, you can't call yourself the word Christian anymore because what that means is so, has been so polluted. See, this is where I, this, this is, is heavy well, stuff. This is heavy stuff. Th that's a great, I have, I actually have, uh, I have uh, a very diverse congregation, but there are some folks in my church who would say, no, I'm atheist. I'm not agnostic. I'm not a Christian. I have a couple members who are, who, who are Jews, consider themselves Easy. practicing Jews. It, it is just, it is <laughs> not, just, not, not, not in my the, house. Are, are you the only house of prayer in the area? I mean, are they like, well, I, let's <laughs> I just go somewhere. That like guy like doesn't have a lot of rules. It's attention. like Little House in the Prairie where they have just the church <laughs> that's also the school. Yeah, and exactly. it's like, I'm not ashamed to admit that I'm a Christian. You're exuding a good uh, energy. I, I, I believe that you're yeah, helping yeah. people. I feel it. Are you headed to well, the skate park? I'm new here. I'm new here. So it's only been three months. So You're yeah, going to get I'm run out of town. Part. Yeah. Uh, and, and we're not the only progressive church around, but yeah. it, it is a tough place. Orange County, it's like the yeah. red curtain right out here. It's like, it's a... Now, do, you, do you find that there's... Um, yeah, it's pretty bad up there. It was like, that's the seed of a lot of the bad Republicans. But but do you find that you're competing with the other progressive church? You're sort of like, what'd they do over there? Well, we got to get on it. We're going to get more progressive. <laughs> We well no I think we we actually on, we consider ourselves on the same team and oh, good. every church is a little bit different but yeah. no we're definitely competing against the mega churches against the uh, the folks who put on their websites that marriage is between one man and one woman that kind of stuff yeah. so what do you guys uh, do uh, so do you have service every Sunday sure uh, and, and, and we need we need a musician Tim we need you to come oh, out me and Mark will go, go down there we'll go we, what do we got to learn some hymns <laughs> sure. But let me ask you this, because I grew up in a Catholic, I grew up in the Catholic faith, and what was nice about the Catholic Mass is there's like structure to it. It's like it's you know what you're getting every yeah, there's week. Yeah, there's all kinds of robes and, and smoke. Yeah, and, and there's a part part where you kneel, a part where you stand, and it's pretty much the same deal. Total witchcraft. The same show. Total witchcraft. But then there's the sermon, which is different every week. But in your Sunday service, is there a structure to it, or is it just a mess? Yeah. <laughs> oh sure, yeah. Uh, you know, there's a structure to it. Is, is there it's nudity? A common kind of. <laughs> Protestant uh, thing. No, no nudity it, yet. Production uh, yet. I mean, our, our, our booth this weekend at OC Pride is going to be kind of diagonal to the leather tent. I, so I, I'm, oh, like, wow. I'm just ready. I don't know what that leather is. Leather tent but, uh, seems heavy. I have leather a feeling tent. this is going to be the, 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 this is the last week this church is going to be open because of this appearance. Easy. Maybe. Uh, well, <laughs> what's your name, Pastor? What's the name of the church? I should get my congregate my congregation to go to here. Yeah, I have to just start a church at this point. I think I church of the foothills. He said. Church of the foothills, of the foothills. Oh, north North Tustins or Santa Ana or an unincorporated. But I actually do have a question for y'all. All right, uh, and I appreciate Tim. Well, y'all, you're not originally Tim. from DC. <laughs> uh, no, I'm, I'm from Oklahoma. Oklahoma oh, Bible Belt. So wow, what's that? Have, what city? Yeah. 
from uh, Anadarko, Oklahoma. That can't Anadarko, be good. Native, I don't know the Native name of the city American in Oklahoma. Country. You just yeah. assume that's got to be bad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If it's not Tulsa or Oklahoma City, oh, shit. Yeah, you're way down <laughs> the dirt road. Okay. What's the question? Yeah. And then we have the to The question move on. is, so, all right, I know you have to move on, and I appreciate it. I appreciate both of you. I love the podcast, Mark, too. Thanks. Uh, so, oh, yeah, I do since I'm coming your from the East later. Coast, <laughs> yeah. since I'm coming from the East Coast, I'm coming out here, yeah. I need to find a good deli a good reuben sandwich where can i go They're, most of them are gone dude like you know the weird thing about the old delis is that when the old jews died uh you know there's no way to turn over that meat because the next generation is not that interested in it but i don't know where it would be in orange county some people like uh langers here in la i was gonna say yeah. langers i wasn't gonna do a whole monologue i was just gonna say langers <laughs> but uh <laughs> You, just you brought me in. I'm just I talk for a living. <laughs> Forgive me, the, uh, please, sir. <laughs> but no, uh, I still I usually like Cantor's because of the atmosphere. And you Cantor's can is no good, right? Well, I don't know. It goes this in and dirty. out. I'm not sure what's going on with the meat, but I like sitting there and it's open late. So if you're going to drive down from Orange County and you want a, a Reuben at one in the morning, yeah. that's you go to Cantor's. But I'm not going to say it's good. I think I'd go to Langer's. That, I mean, yeah. Langer's I think, is really, really great. That And you're going to call oh. Cantor's dirty? Jesus, Langer's is like... <laughs> what about Jersey Mike's? What? <laughs> That's oh deli, God. right? Nate Nell's still has a place. They Mark, can, have oh, you yeah. been to that new vegan uh, deli in... Uh, Highland Park, Highland Park on New York? Park. I haven't tried it yet. It's good. Yeah? It's just mm. takeout, right? No, I did buy some vegan corned beef. And some it's of that vegan weird. stuff is worse for you almost. Like, it they feels... say that, but it's not really. No. I, I mean, they say, like, don't eat the processed stuff. Yeah, the big Be meat careful. likes to tell you no, it's Big meat does. Yeah. All right. I'm going to play you this clip. Thanks for the question. I hope we helped out. Uh, Thanks. Sorry, I'm, I'm detaching. I am. I am. Sh I am saying goodbye to your. your <laughs> <laughs> I'm being this the polite guy. Thanks for chiming in. What do we got? <laughs> All right. Yeah. James Urbaniak did this a couple years ago after the trailer for a movie you were in about <laughs> David Bowie. Did oh, you yeah. see this? Yeah. Did, did you see it? The movie? No. No. Oh, on the <laughs> <laughs> you didn't see the movie. <laughs> you knew. <laughs> you no, didn't I, see I, this? I don't think I did. This is so fucking good. Am I going to see it? Yeah. Nationality, young American. Huh? Watch this. Your bloody records aren't bloody selling, so we want you to go to America and campaign for Nixon's re-election. He's courting the youth vote, and it'll raise your profile. But is it Nixon for the war? We are about to begin our descent into the United States of America. Richard Nixon, president. David Bowie, I presume. I'm Mark. Welcome to the garage. That's what I call America. It's like a big garage. A lot of stuff. Land of opportunity. And second chances. Nixon's president. And ten years ago, they said he was all washed up. Edmund Muskie's got a lot of the young voters, so we'd like you to write a campaign song. <laughs> is that it? No. Nixon now. Nixon now. Okay, this is an American diner radio station. Nixon country. Don't pull any hippie stuff. So, who do you like in 72? Well, I guess I'm a musky man. <laughs> Musky's out, man. You know why? Because he's a crybaby, just like you. Just like you. This music. South Dakota Senator George McGovern is the new Democratic nominee. McGovern's toast. Who do you support now? Maybe I'm not a Democrat or a Republican. <laughs> Maybe I'm just me. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Someone named John Dean Cold and says you broke a contract with Nixon. What the hell are you doing, David? What you doing, David? This guy works so hard on David. Independents don't win elections, you stupid geezer. This one does. <laughs> we all wear different masks. We all wear different hats. My name is David Bowie, and I'm running for president. <laughs> right, you got as much chance. Uh, that's, that's funny. So fun, yeah, it's right? funny. It, it, so, that movie was, it looks good, really. But you never saw it. No, I saw it. Oh, okay. I was kidding. Um, Sometimes Bowie. you don't, do you see everything you're in? I don't think so. Uh, what haven't I seen that I'm in? No, I think so. I don't do that much. I, t I, yeah. t I tend to watch what I'm in. What do you, uh, what are you like on set? When you do these things, people ask you to, are you... Um, He's a Kingsley. Like, do you feel... <laughs> He's a Kingsley. Exactly. I'm like, 
Do you? This uh, is not what I asked for. You come prepared. You come knowing your your lines. I mean, as like you know, after doing like I. I entered as an actor. I knew it would take some time to figure it out, but I did my show on IFC that yeah, not many yeah. people watch. So I kind of got the hang of everything, all different areas of yeah. it. And you, I think you learn how you're going to approach it. I mean, I come prepared, sure, but I also know if we're going to do like two pages in the day yeah. that I can work on it when I get there and yeah. I'll have plenty of time to <laughs> polish up. Yeah. You know, like generally on set, I, I just try to... Like I just, I was just in Canada for a thing. I just shaved my beard off. I just did a, a I did two scenes in this movie in Calgary. I play, um, I'm going to play Alan Berg, who was the uh, Denver talk show host that got gunned down oh. in the '80s by the Nazi guys. Oh, it's shit. a movie about the order. I don't know that story. Oh yeah, but that's I will what when talk I see radio is based on. Is the story of Alan oh right, Berg. sure, Eric Bogosian. Yeah, but right. Berg was a real guy. He was in Denver, and the Order was the first sort of Nazi American terrorist group in the right. '80s out of Washington State, and they they just gunned this guy down in his right. driveway. So I I play him, and they I, I get shot, and then I play him on the mics. But but this know, is a, this, so you're the this is a movie about him, and you're no, playing it's him. about the Order. It's oh, about okay. the I'm only in it I, okay. uh, to get shot. Right, but but they're going to use <laughs> Jude Law is producing it. He's in it. Um, I didn't see him though. That's the funny thing is when you do small parts in movies, you're yeah. like, you could be working with Jude Law. Not I, really. I never saw him. No. <laughs> I think he was Just there. Just see somewhere. him on the red carpet. Yeah. But, but uh, I heard a good piece of advice the other mm-hmm. day. I was doing something with Jason Schwartzman. Mm-hmm. Love. I mean, I love Very nice this guy. guy. Yeah, yeah. And he's just funny and smart. Yeah, yeah. And, so, and we're doing this little thing. And uh, he's like, you know what I do? I approach every, everything I do. It's like the first time I'm on a movie set. Yeah. Like, I just don't, I tr- just try not to act like I know what's supposed to happen. So does the, the same aggravated boredom happen in the trailer? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You've like done those things time? where you get there and you're like, all right, well, here's your trailer. Your stuff is hung up and yeah. there's something for you to sign. Yeah, yeah. And we'll and be right back. Right and then nine four hours, hours later. Yeah. yeah, but also those trailers, and like, this is such, I, I'm not even being a diva, but it's like, do they make the, the, the seating in there uncomfortable on purpose? It's just these leather covered that you can't sleep on it. There's no, you can't, you can't lie down or stand. Yeah. I don't need this shit. Yeah, exactly. Is that <laughs> right. me? Let's do, all right, so let's do this. Yeah. We've got drops of you through, through the years yeah. that these guys abuse. Yeah. I've been holding off on. Let's see if we can, let's see if you can identify the context of the drops. There's no way that's going to happen. I barely remember yesterday. Well, let's try. All right. All right I'm not a give huge us, fan. Right. That's that's every episode. <laughs> no, that I, I, I don't know who I was talking I mean, about. The I mean, the truth is, be... I don't even know the context of these. Oh, either. is that a new one? I think so, yeah. Because yeah. You, do you get the bonus content? Because I did say that about somebody. You don't somebody. get the bonus, believe uh, me. I, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, I would say that's got to be about Seinfeld or somebody. Interesting. I think we were going to mm. ask yeah. you, do, has, he's not done the show. He has. Who he has, okay. It was the weirdest thing. It was like the, the first show after like uh, Lynn died. Out of all the people oh, that so I'm still recent. like I'm kind of shattered and like and I do Seinfeld on why Zoom. Why are you Why are you upset about this? <laughs> well, yeah. Well, he he was very <laughs> polite, but I don't know why he did it because he doesn't particularly like me. Right. And but there was a moment where uh, you know where he basically his whole idea the principle of comedy is like it means nothing. You get the laughs. Yeah. It's not attached to anything. Right. You know, you're not saying anything. So he he this is his. This is his line. Yeah, it's and it's thesis a, of life. That's almost. right. Yeah, but uh, but I said that's I don't I, I can't agree with that. And he's like, and he kind of goes like, I think we knew this was going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so, but but like I think it's disingenuous, and I think he's lying because he he goes out of his way to say I've never learned anything from a comedian. Yeah. It's not emotional, and it's just crazy. Right. Yeah. It's crazy. And yeah. then you realize throughout it's, the course of that interview is that both his parents were orphans. So they neither one of them had parents. Mm-hmm. So this guy, you know, is he, built. You know, the, he's built by this energy right. that is sort of all walled up. He's probably deeply, you know, Repressed. angry. Yeah. Uh, and you know, look, I can't take any. I'm not the only guy to say this. Like, look, as a craftsman, <laughs> you know, you can't deny Steinfeld's sure. craft, his joke craft. Yeah, right? so solid. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I, I just never. I I actually never engaged. And I've tried with his yeah. comedy. It doesn't move me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there's there's, a, there's an awareness of how clever it can be. It almost feels like he's in denial, though, of like wanting to talk about his parents. And he made a movie right? about fucking Pop-Tarts. Yeah. I don't even right. know what it is. <laughs> and, yeah. But yeah. it's like, is that a, that's something right, you right. would have written. Yeah, that, yeah. That's like, as that should joke. be a Tim and Eric sketch. Yeah, as a joke. <laughs> doesn't matter. Ironically. Doesn't matter. <laughs> All right, give me another one. Give me the classic. How's your toe? 
Oh, that's just stuff I stay at the beginning. <laughs> Is your kid all right? Yeah, yeah. The, about, I do all these things where I just ask people. It's right. I get emails from like, it's so weird because I was getting my toe worked on by a podiatrist <laughs> right when you said that. How's that thing on your neck? Yeah, yeah. That's a good one. It's a classic. So wait, let's talk about this Ben Kingsley interview because oh, last yeah. night Doug, um, in, Doug sent a text in. Like I, he said, I heard this one's a doozy. Oh, yeah. And man, oh man. What a funny fucking thing to listen to. This is to. Little Peppino. Do you, you want to set it up? I mean, people listen. You can listen to the show. Yeah, well, I you mean, set it some up people nicely. get, like, most people are on my side, almost everybody in that. You, you know, I just felt fundamentally, it was weird because I've been thinking about it a lot, mm -hmm. is that he came in, and I don't know, you know, like, you know, yeah. I, he's Ben Kingsley. There's plenty to talk about, and yeah. I'm going to do my show. But he sh his publicist shows up first, and then, you know, he walks into my house. And he just had this look of, and I and I know the look. It was just sort of this sort of like, what the fuck is this? Right. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, fine. I've dealt with that before. It's like we're at his house. Like you know, yeah. uh, just Jessica Chastain came over, and I, I don't know if they don't know or or, or if it's not that they're not informed. But but Chastain came over, and she's like, oh, we're, this is your house, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. yeah. And there's a novel like, novel kind of. Oh, this is great. Well, the, the old house was crazy because you couldn't avoid it. And the old house, the original garage was cluttered with stuff. Been there twice, I think. Yeah, and it was great. And, and there's one bathroom, you know, in the house. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, but like Kingsley, right away, I could feel it locked down. Like I felt that there was something seething, you know, right away. <laughs> and then like, you know, I said, do you need anything? And then I let the publicist sit yeah. in the house and then we're walking around to the garage and he points out that, you know, I just had planted some lavender He's like, that's an English lavender. I'm like, yeah. I don't know. He's like, it is. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> so like, you know, right no French, French yeah, lavender. Yeah. Sorry. And then we get into the into the place, into the garage, into the studio. And I tell him where to sit. And he's like, can I have water? And I'm like, yeah. And sure. I, uh, you're flat, sparkling, cold. Yeah. He's like, flat's fine. And I bring a can of liquid death because that's what I have. I have like 50 cases. Now, yeah, I don't yeah. even promote liquid death. <laughs> right. But they keep sending it to yeah. me. So I, and I don't want to <laughs> stop it. So I've, I have literally 50 cases. Yeah. So I bring out the can. He's like, do you have a glass? And I'm like, yeah. Here we go. So I, yeah, right. So I'm like, do I go into the house? I don't have glasses. I have some mugs out here. So I go in the kitchen of the play, of the studio. I'm like, is a mug okay? He's like, yes. <laughs> and it's like, in my mind, in my mind, like that was the turning point. Yeah, but yeah. like, I think that it, the turning point was somewhere far back in his childhood. But nonetheless, I <laughs> yeah. hung it on the mug. Yes. So and, yeah. yeah, I gave him the mug. And then I tried to sort of be candid about what Chastain you know, oh, said yeah. about the story that she'd ran into him in an airport yeah. and he gave her some advice about going to India. And I bring it up and he's like, no. I don't remember that. Yeah, I don't remember it. Twice. I don't recall. I said, really? Yeah, he's freezing Twice. you out. Totally. And I'm like, all right, this house going to be. No. Now, I've had <laughs> that experience. I had that experience with Neil Young, to be honest with you. Like, yeah. I know. What the hell's going on in England? Oh, sorry. Right. <laughs> so, I, that was an accident. So they, um, <laughs> you know, that, that they're putting this off. Like, you know, yeah. I'm not going to do this with you. I'm not going to, yeah, we're not yeah. going to, you know, you're going to have to work for it or I don't even want to fucking be here, right. whatever it is. And Neil, I didn't know Neil was difficult with, with interviews, right? But Neil had come, there was a beautiful moment with Neil because, you know, like I'm a Neil Young fan, like everybody sure. is, but I'm not crazy. And it's always better for me with the, that I'm, I don't fanboy out. It's better for yeah. the fans if I just have respect for them, right. I don't know. You learn quickly right? that within seconds of meeting anybody, they just become a person. Yes, it's, right? you're hoping that. Yeah, yeah. But so Neil comes in, Neil shows up with this posse and they're all in their 70s. You know, he had a manager, <laughs> Elliot, and there Elliot, was another yeah, guy yeah. in there. Elliot just Roberts. White, yeah, he passed away. But oh. they're just white haired dudes and he was promoting the Pomo player. Oh, and man. And they sent me, <laughs> they sent me a Pomo player and special headphones. The Toblerone. Yeah, right. It looked like that. But the headphones were fancy, and I was told that you, you're going to have to return those on the day when they come. Yeah. And I'm like, fine. So I packed them up, and I'm ready to return them. And so I'm with these two fucking old guys, and then Neil comes, and he walks into my, uh, uh, my that old house. Yeah. He sees my records. He sees my old Gibson guitar. And he's like, yeah, and he goes over, and he starts playing my guitar, and he just in takes heaven. it in. Yeah. He takes it in my house, and I say, well, here's the stuff, you guys. And, he, and Neil goes, you can keep it. And I'm like, oh, great, I'm in. Yeah. Right, so then... He comes out to the garage, and I figure I'm going to start with amps because I yeah. know he plays old Fender amps, yeah, and yeah. I got an old Fender amps. So I'm going to kind of break the ice with yeah. that. And I go like, yeah, I've been using this uh, old Deluxe. You probably know what that is. He's like, I, I don't. And I'm like, God damn. Uh, <laughs> all so right, I, another yeah. angle, another angle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I eventually got him laughing, and it was over nicotine lozenges, oddly. Right. Uh, you know, we just, he started, he just he just popped right open. He had a great time. Right. And apparently he went and did an interview at his house with Dan Rather. 
Um, oh, I know, I've seen those Dan Rather right. interviews. But he apparently walked in because my producer's got a buddy who works on that show. Yeah. And Neil walked in from my interview in his house and said, I just got, I just did an amazing interview, right. did a great interview. Yeah. And Rather goes, what made it great? He said, because the guy was fearless and uh, and he, and he. Uh, he said this about you. Yes. And like that, and that he just kept going. Like, I can't remember what the other thing was. Right. But it was just that, yo, he, I was fearless and I wasn't afraid to fail. And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, all right, well, that's right. good. Yeah, so yeah. That, that, that's points. But then that that didn't uh, yes. yeah, that didn't pan out. But but what happened was he just went into this monologue about acting. So a filibuster, I, I would say. No. Yes. And I tried to interject here and there, and he was put it's off. Like what by I'm it. trying to do right now. Right. And he shot daggers at me. But it yeah. was like it wasn't sort of like don't interrupt me. It's like you you plebe, you fuck. You know, like it was like hostile. <laughs> And I was getting it, but I was just like, I just looked him right in the eye and never yeah. lost eye contact, yeah. and I took it. Yeah. And then, like, I tried to sort of promote, you know, I, I think I guided it a little bit yeah. once we got to the Jews. I don't know why he was carrying around that poem. I don't. Uh, the know. best was you kept going, can, can you, you read, read the read poem? Yeah. And then then he's not listening to you because he goes, can I read it? Yeah. I'm like, yes. <laughs> I keep talking about this yeah. fucking poem. Well, in his defense, <laughs> in his defense, he wasn't wearing cans because, oh, like, okay. I guess he didn't want to mess up his head. So like, <laughs> <laughs> when he does Gandhi, they're like, you know, this isn't going to go back, right? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but but what I did in within it was I kept fighting the urge to to be upset, and I said, well, look, this is how it's going to go. Yeah, he's he's you know he's a professional, and he yeah. is saying something. So go ahead and engage with him emotionally, and and see where where it takes you. Yeah. So I just listened to him, and and it was you know it, for people that don't know me. Like uh, and don't like it would have been fine if I hadn't done the preamble. Some people would have been like, "You didn't get to talk much, but what an what an interesting thing." Yeah, but I knew he was yeah. telling stories that he told before, but I just let myself, you know, be the audience for this guy. Yeah, he, yeah. he's not nothing. Sure, he's done some garbage movies, but, but I, he's not nothing. I think you hit on something in your preamble, which is kind of the nice way of saying it. But you must have this feeling where you're like. You know, why are we listening to these actors go on and on? Look, like, at the beginning of my show, actors dude. actors are just like... I, well, I didn't just... have them on at the beginning. It was all comics. Yeah. And I was nervous about actors initially yeah. because some of them don't have... It's not so much that they're shallow or anything. They just... They, they, they don't yeah. have to talk, sure. really. Yeah. But as I... It was very funny because John C. Riley was, was this... It was an interesting turn with actors because he came over... And he literally was like, I don't like doing these, you know, because yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to talk about myself because I got to I got to keep the mystique going. And I'm yeah, like, yeah. And I'm like, well, what are we going to do then, man? Yeah. <laughs> and, and but he was very funny because I had a clown painting in my house. Yeah. And then we ended up talking about clowns well, he's for a, an hour. Diver, yeah. He's got so many diverse. interests. Right. But he's a great character can... actor. And some of those guys are more interesting. But I had a fear of actors because I didn't know if they could talk. Right. But once I started acting, I was like, well, I'm going to get acting lessons. Yeah. From as many people as I can. Yeah, yeah. So that was sort of the foundation of it. Like Martin Landau was giving me acting tips, and like Paul Dano was good. Like I asked yeah, Paul sh- Dano, once, "You shouldn't be, uh, you shouldn't be making money off the show. You should be paying <laughs> right." <off the> show. <laughs> but but sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But I remember like there's just there's always been something funny because I did do some acting stuff in college, you know. Yeah. And for some reason, I asked Paul Dano. Uh, I said, "So do you do any animal work?" <laughs> and like, like for for uh, like exercises. That's right. Yeah, that's yeah. right. You know, right. like which is a thing. Yeah, yeah. And he looked at me for a minute. He goes, "I do, I do." <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like, "You sh- you shouldn't have asked me that, but I'm going to be yes. honest." Yeah, yeah. that's and funny. Like being is the coolest guy in town. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so the the Kingsley thing, I'm still a little obsessed with it because I think there was uh, a thing where there was a sense of mutual disrespect. Right. And, you know, whatever his was, in being empathetic about it, that, you know, he, he sees himself as whatever the fuck that was on right. the show. And I see myself as a guy, it's like, you're in my house, you know, you're my guest, yeah. and I'm being gracious. But is, there's something about that that, uh, that I crave. I can't wait to hear that. Yeah. So like that's almost like the, like the first the early years of WTF. Yeah. There were those episodes where you were like, "Did you hear Mark yeah. and who with whoever?" Right. Like I, that's that was like the thing that drew people into. Yeah. That well, people show. would come yeah. on and people. So you almost that, want that. You want, you almost want a Ben Kingsley experience every once in a while. Kind of. Yeah. But you so can't force it. It's humbling, you know. But uh, but in in the beginning, that people would come on my show, people that I know, kind of like yeah. you, and we'd have these conversations. Uh, that many people, I, I've never talked to them again. Yeah, yeah. Them. But but they're 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 very candid. Yeah. 
But a lot of times people who know those people are like, I never knew that about you. Yeah, yeah. Like they, they, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. People have known them for years. Yeah. But, but I, I found it frustrating because I know that there, there's something in Ben, Sir Ben, that's totally capable of- We don't of, have to call him Sir Ben, by the way. It feels uh, right. just a little silly well, now. No, don't tell him that. But, uh, <laughs> but he, uh, like he's got relationships with people. Because Jessica Chastain, yesterday- she confirmed, right? Well, she listened to it. Yeah. And then had her people send an email exchange between her and Sir Ben. <laughs> oh, there's an email? Yes, There's a sir. fucking yes, paper sir. trail? Yes, there's a paper trail. Holy shit. So, yes, so, now, so yeah. poor Jessica, who's lovely, yeah. uh, has to just live with the fact that Ben threw her under the fucking bus <laughs> for hundreds of thousands of people. <laughs> All right, let's take a call. Yeah, let's check in. Fuck that. Ben. I mean, I, I, I wanted to clear something up about my girlfriend snoring because she might be watching. I don't make her sleep in the other that bedroom. That did come off a little harsh. <laughs> well, we usually what it does, she does snore, and like I'm a fairly light sleeper. And yeah. and I what happens is generally we we fall asleep together, and then when it starts, I go I go, hey baby, uh, can, can I walk you over to the other room? And I very nicely walk. Yeah. I fold down the bed and and I, I help her into it. We'll get you a discount we, on a snoring blowback. I appreciate that. <laughs> and we it's both a fake have product. A nice, it's nice not a real product. I, I just want to, before we get to the call, speaking of sleep, I had a terrible, not last night, the night before, both my kids, mm. I have two kids. Yeah. Seven, no, six and nine. <laughs> uh, yeah. I can check. Yes. Yeah. I saw I them on the show. Right. Yeah. yeah. They, um, both are sick. Both were sick with, very, with the, I think, the same thing, but just oh, like a Charlie's fever sick. and a... Blood. When was this? This was a couple days ago. Oh, great. Yeah, you're, do, you're done for. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the air. We're all sick now. They're not, they're not, they're no COVID. Mm, no, sorry, go ahead. But... I did a COVID test the other day. It's like, this is kind of a throwback. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my my uh, daughter couldn't sleep in her, this is, my daughter couldn't sleep in her room because we have rats. Yeah, we have rats in the in the walls. Do you put this? Do you put? We've tried everything. Out? We, really? Yeah, we've tried the peanut butter trap. Uh, what they like? Yeah, yeah. The old school. You got it. Worst when you find them. I have one in my basement. I've killed two down there, but they don't come back. I always they always walk into the basement. They're like, no. And then she couldn't sleep downstairs in our living room because I had made beans, black beans. Yeah, and How they smell uh, pressure cooker, mm. which I just got from Matt. Right. <laughs> Work out. They're, they needed more time. You beans got, smell that oh. pungent? But they were, she was like, I can't sleep with the beans, so she slept in our <laughs> They smell bad to her? I think they smell great. Yeah, but, but I think she was like coming off this stomach thing, oh, and it was like oh, everything was, yeah, yeah, she's yeah. pregnant. Oh, wow. You know, like yeah. smells set off. Yeah. <laughs> um, Rough right. joke to defend. But go ahead. Should we, should we open the, uh, <laughs> It's clear, it's like, it's absurd. Of course she's not pregnant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Lee, Lee on the, on the complaint line, apparently. Oh, Lee, are you there on the hotline? Yeah, hey there. Uh, well, it's Lee more of a bit of a tangent here, I guess. But um, you hear me there? Yeah. yeah. There. Hi. Okay, so what I was thinking was, um, okay. it's kind of a long time coming. What about changing the theme song for the city of the day? Because I just feel like oh. it's kind of getting old, don't you think? Wait, what a way to disengage Mark Maron. <laughs> This, like, is a, this is important. Uh, this is important show business. This is like yeah, a, yeah, this guy is hung up. This is like I'm, if we were doing like a Bob Vila show, and we we're like, "How do you disengage Mark Marin from your podcast?" Here's a one easy step. <laughs> well, the one thing about a call okay. like that is like, well, what, okay. you, you know, he's paying attention. What, what do you yeah. want me to ask? Give me a question to ask him. No, no, you're okay, buddy. Wait, did you just say uh, give me a question to ask him? Would you change your theme song? Hotline, right? Ask Mark to change his theme song. You know what? This is what he wants. Give it to him. You don't like the fucking song? Then go fuck yourself. I just think it's getting a little old, all right? It's like a dead horse. It's like an old joke. Turn the volume down during that song, pal. Yeah, you can just fast forward, man. It's okay. Yeah, you know, it sounds like you have a full life. You know what? I'm doing that. I just think, you know, the nature of the show is I'm an doing a show. Um, I, I, I did say that a year ago. Well, well, the same kind of thing, Rod, come around. I like to you see said that. You, were gonna make you said that a year ago? Yeah. Who gives a, a defector I, I, in the room? <laughs> right. I I but I, now I'm, I love bonding with the complaint, like, dude, you don't got it up for a year. I have no idea. He's got a lot of ideas got on this show. a lot of ideas. You don't want to hear it. Right. The, the other day, I, uh, I'm doing a, show, a warm-up show for the tour coming up. By the way, just announced at the Moroccan. You know the Moroccan? It's like, it's, it's downtown. It's like a rock small. Is it nice? It's not nice. It's like a rock club. Are you doing your uh, hack My, comic character? Or what? Yeah, well, the tour is, the first half is a hack comic character. 
that I know you have thoughts on. <laughs> <laughs> the second half is me and my band. Me and my band. Oh, yeah? Like me and the very good band. <laughs> so we're doing okay. a Wait, do covers? Show. You do covers? No, I do my music. Really? I've put out several albums I think I do like, that. that All you right, would like. I'll listen to them. Um, I will. I, I'm sorry. I think you will like it. Yeah. But um, I'm coming around to you, man. <laughs> I love records. <laughs> By the time I retire, you're going to be a big fan. Um, <laughs> no, but this guy writes, I announced this thing on our Patreon, and he writes, uh, I just wish you'd do a, a show with, uh, the, not at a Ticketmaster. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm like, I, what do you want me to I'm not like, a huge fan. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> Yeah, but that's the thing. It's like we're not we're not selling 50,000 tickets. Exactly. It's and like it's 200 sort of like, you know, I got to get involved on that level. I got to change venues. Yeah. I got to change promoters for it's the really, 800 people that are going to It's already really hard, okay? And Your this ticket costs aren't that high, are they? No, it's like yeah, 25 yeah, bucks. Yeah, like fuck them. Just, just the, the, the idea that somebody out there thinks I need to hear that. Fuck them. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, what do we want to do? Let's, you want to lighten it up? We got somebody with a joke, I think. Oh. People think also that I'm like really mad about this. Like what? that yelling, people are just take that literally that I got that mad. Oh, really? Some people will. It well, feels good to do that. Back to the City of the Day song. Like, remember <laughs> oh, no, what, see, <laughs> Well, remember when, when we tried to change the intro song? Oh, yeah. And yeah, that didn't work. That so did not work. Just gotta so stick yeah, you just got to stick with it. I haven't changed my logo in 12 years. It's I know, still that It's yeah. iconic. I don't even yeah, look like it. Well, that's the song. Yeah, that guy made a great song. Does he get money out of that somehow? Maybe. I don't know. I think the answer is no. We paid him. I, I don't know what happens with, uh, I mean, he's got the writing credit on it, so I don't know. Yeah, maybe what, through Spotify maybe. or whatever there's. All right. We, we can do a rapid put that in fire list. Where John Montana, the guy who wrote it, is going to be like, I haven't thought about that. Really. <laughs> <laughs> Email Brendan, Oops. my producer. Pandora's box. Who do you have, Matt? We could do our we could do our rapid fire list. Nice. Oh, yeah. You want to play a game? That. We made it. We made a game for you. Well, actually, okay. we made a game for Tom Sharpling. I know you're friends with Tom. I love Tom, yeah. What's your friendship with Tom like? Is it, do you see each other? Sometimes. I mean, we were seeing each other more during the pandemic, it seems. And we used to do Mark and Tom shows occasionally. Yeah. Uh, and we'll go have a meal sometimes. And, uh, but he seems busy. And I always, like, I try not to take any of this personally that people have bigger lives than mine. But are you a guy that doesn't reach out? I do. You do? Yeah. And, like, I'll reach out a few times. And, and uh, I, get, I think as you get older, like, it's not the same. You can't just be like, hey, you want to run errands with me? I know. <laughs> Well, I mean, I can't do anything with these kids. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Well, you did it. How are you with text? Do you, do you get, like, a lot of text and then you just let them go? Or do you, like, respond Space quickly and get it all? Yeah. No, I try to respond. Yeah, but some of them get away from me. I recently uh, re-engaged with a guy I knew when he was, like, 10 years old. And he kind of resurfaced. I try to maintain friendships, but it's just difficult. Who do you I like? You like, say uh, it was a misspeak, I think. But you yeah. said when he was ten years old, <laughs> yeah. it'd be funny. You know, because not because it was when when you t both of you were ten years old. No, he's a little younger than me. Oh, okay, okay. Mark was forty. He was ten. Yeah, <laughs> it's a weird thing. <laughs> and his parents said it was about. okay. Well, when you said Tom has a bigger life than you, how do you? What do you mean by that? Well, I guess it's just any life, you know. Like I, I think that we like I get this. I'm over there by myself. He doesn't have kids either. But like he seems to be doing a million things, and I guess I am too. You but seem he's like gotta, you are too. Yeah. yeah, you know, it's just a matter. Of, it just becomes harder to schedule things when you're older because you got, you know, I don't know why. All right, we're gonna to, we're gonna play this game. But we're this, close. These are your options. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. No thanks, but God bless. Okay. Do I gotta get these like right on? Or fuck that. <laughs> okay. So the one more time. Definitely, definitely sure. Uh, no thanks, but God bless if yeah. you're into uh, that. Right. Or fuck that. Okay. Okay. Here we go, real yeah. quick. Just first reactions. Okay. Apple pie. Sure. Baseball. No thanks, but God bless. America. Uh, sure. Not the, not the country, the band. Oh, the band? Yeah. No thanks, but God bless. The band. Yeah, the band. Oh, no. the band? Yeah. Oh, definitely. I've decided to do a who's yeah, on yeah, first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, podcasts. Sure. Yeah. 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 Arby's. Now I'm getting excited. Arby's? Yeah. Uh, well, it's not part of my life. No thanks, but God bless. Kevin Morby. <laughs> <laughs> no thanks, but God bless. Really? <laughs> Good friend of mine. Is he? He's a nice guy. He's uh, a very nice guy. Yeah. I just couldn't lock in. Go ahead. God. Hey, that's fair. You might not... Plain M&Ms. Yeah, sure. Uh, the king of pop. <laughs> no thanks, but God bless. Uh, popcorn. Definitely. Corn on, the, corn on the cob. Sure. 
The death penalty. No. What's the last one? <laughs> Fuck that. Fuck that. Okay, so you're pretty, you're still political. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny to think like, I mean, it's not fun, but I knew you back in 20, when you're doing Air America. Yeah. And you, the, well, politics, that was a, you were like, the, you were well, that was all, the thing. That was, that was the but, thing. But, but ultimately, out of that, out of that morning show, which was a comedy show, yeah. Morning Sedition, but it was a, a the the left wing talk radio network. But right. we were doing a loaded comedy show. We did so many comedies. We were all overworking. We did scripted pieces, characters, right. and was that every morning? Yes, it was five days a week, and we were there at three in the morning. Oh and we had God. a writer. There was a writing staff, and a guy is you know would yeah. be on our show. We were doing full. Do you know Tom Johnson? No, he's kind of a genius. I don't know what happened to him, but we were doing and Kent Jones and Jim Earl. There were a lot of cats who were working. The person who put the network together had hired a, basically a writing staff of guys that were real guys, and right. we would use all of them. And there was all these bits. Right. You can we they're available. The bits we've kind of put it. We did a history of Morning Sedition for the bonus content right. on WTF. But obviously, um, some of it's not going to hold up. No, but it was all well executed. Right, right. But but the the point I was trying to make is I did politics, but it was when I started to break away and just talk about my life because I became the driver of the show. Right, right. You know, I had Mark Riley to do the news. That's when I sort of learned how to do radio. Right. Was like detaching from the politics and just talking about the cats or about right. what I was cooking. Right. And it really resonated with people. But that because of that, that's where I got my chops, you know, to sort of confidently move forward. And But you don't, you're not, uh, you're not, you wouldn't consider yourself like a political activist. No, I think I mean, like there were times during, you know, COVID and during, you know, Trump where I certainly and my I think the the last special I did, not from Bleak to Dark, which yeah. has a little bit of that in it. Yeah. You, but for End Times Fun was was definitely right. loaded and political because I found it was necessary. I mean, I we chose when we did WTF not to do politics right. as the theme. Unless and, you have like fucking Barack Obama, Obama on. Yeah. But even that was personal. We right. were pretty uh, You're you not know. getting into policies. No, and right. we're which yeah, and we don't. But the monologues when I was panicking, and now as you know, fascism kind of is clear. Yeah, yeah. That like it'd be, I'd be remiss. Yeah, and and I and there are days where it really is uh, uh, angering and frightening, but there has to be some sort of you know, call it what it is, and uh, you have to have a level of acceptance, and then go from there. And you've you've managed as you as you. Wait a second, as you age, yeah. as you get older, to not become one of these older comedians who get re recalcitrant and and bitter about change. You've you've maintained somehow or another because I don't know if it's because I don't have kids or because of my particular point of view. My my audiences are generally grown ups. Yeah, uh, they're generally polite. They yeah. tip well. A yeah. lot of them are aggravated, creative people. The younger people that are are you know kind of into me are a lot like I was when I was a kid, yeah. where you find somebody with new ideas. I, yeah. I somehow have trans, I'm not just some old guy for the most part, right. and I have a, a fairly good audience. But no, I just keep doing what I've always done and keep moving the conversation forward and doing new stuff. And uh, But the, you know, they're like, I don't know how I'm gonna do better than the last two specials, but I just, I've got a new hour already. Oh, wow. And you know, it's it, but it's loose, but do I'm working it. it. That's what do, I'm do talking 20. about. <laughs> <laughs> I got some pretty good jokes, but like what I what I've been I like doing. That laugh that was like, man, fuck <laughs> <you>. <laughs> but I like I I just I never stopped. I just keep going and doing it, and sometimes I don't know why exactly. But what I've been doing lately with the shorter sets is just kind of like something I don't usually do is like just focusing in on crafting jokes, and that's it, that's fine. It's it's yeah. enjoyable. It's part of my job, and it's keeping me up there. Right. But I'm waiting. I'm I, like last night. I had one of those sets where I'm like, all right, dude. Well, those are the jokes that you wrote after after the special, and you've worked them, and now you're tired of them. So when are we locking in? Right. Right. When, when are you going to talk right. about something? Right. In a you know, get into it. You know, take the risk. So right, I'm on the that, verge of that. That. That's a scary part of the night. Yeah, and that's why I put, that's why I start doing the Dynasty shows. Right. Is where I'm like, I have to do an hour, like, and the audience knows what's up, and we'll right. see what happens. And that's right. where I find the stuff. And we you record it, you bring stuff. You bring. Yeah, I, I record all the time, but I rarely listen. Oh, because so if something sticks with you, you it, just like, it just sticks. Yeah. It's like Paul McCartney who said, Oh, you just remember it. That's why we never wrote anything down. Woke <laughs> up. Did you, can we, do you have that clip of him talking about take, this is the funniest yeah. thing. 
The yeah. clip of him talking about taking a photograph. Yeah. He did the Sunday morning <laughs> yeah. show. Yeah, I don't know if I have uh, that right here. But. He goes, I sent it to a bunch of people. Because it's like, it's it's the it's very the definition I of... I can't get over watching that the, that documentary, that footage. Get back. Oh, I my know. God. Let me see. I sent it to... I, I definitely I can never figure out whether it's because we know the song so well or they were just so unbelievably connected and there was some sort of magic. I guess it's both. But like when you hear the, the beginnings of those songs that they haven't worked out yet, you're like, oh! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're so fucking talented. It was I mean, just so, they were so up in each other's, the, 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 the alchemy, I guess. You know, you know what got me? Because was, uh, we also, we went to go see the, uh, just the rooftop concert. They did yeah. like a limited IMAX version, oh, yeah. which was really great. And was, but what really broke my heart was um, watching John, tr like Paul McCartney is like the most effortless musician. Yeah. Right? Everything's just, you know, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. easy. And John's up there playing hard shit. Like the, I've got a feeling, ding, ding, ding. Yeah, it's, it's not easy. And it's know. freezing cold up there. Yeah. And they just learned the song. Yeah. Like they just wrote the song like yeah. a few days ago. Yeah. And so he's, I just felt like, he felt like he was just like trying to hold on for dear life. Oh, really? And he's probably huh. coming off heroin. And yeah, then, you know, sweaty. And that's the feeling I got where he's like, it must have been hard to be in, in that band for him sometimes. With Paul next to him just, just being like, just soaring. Well, right, but that was, I think that was the relationship. I think that, that I guess it's not unexplored, but you know, he was the weird kind of emotional component yes. of the whole thing. And yes. it was sort of unhinged yeah. because his childhood was so bad. And Paul was this sort of tea-sipping stable. stable guy. Yeah. And it's, it's kind of weird because I, you know, I interviewed Paul, you know, uh, oh, in, yeah. a, in a live one. And it was very funny that I, it was one of the best moments of the podcast when I, because I always, I, when I interview these older musicians, like Roger Waters or yeah. you know, anybody, they all really kind of think that the, they, that the, the work they're doing now yeah. is like great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> and I just, uh, I remember like, I, I, I was like in a, but then they'll all talk for an hour about Whatever, they'll they'll know, drag like, out the old stories. Well, well Roger Waters is like, you know, I'm not going to talk about Pink Floyd. I'm like, well, nah, I don't, then what do we do? But within five minutes, he's throwing Gilmore under the bus and yeah. we're talking about... Talking about the fucking Jews. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Is he, so, is he knighted? Is no. He sir, no, I don't he's think not so. How many him knights have you... Right, let let him sorry. finish. Please. I don't know how many knights have... Uh, <laughs> I, think, I think Ian McKellen might be a knight. Okay. And Pat is Patrick Stewart a knight? I'm about to day you. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, oh, but so Paul, so like... I, I, and it's a live event at Capitol Records. There's a lot of yeah. people there, which makes it a different dynamic. Um, but I said two things to him. Uh, like before we went on, when I first met him, I said, "It's my understanding that the Beatles are off the table." Or, and, <laughs> and uh, funny, he, yeah, and, funny, and, yeah, he just was like, uh, and it didn't really land. So, but like I thought, I I throw this curveball at him like during the interview. I said, "You know, I talked to a lot of musicians of your generation, and they, uh, and he was promoting Egypt Station, which right. was oh, like yeah. garbage, yeah, whatever." <laughs> so <laughs> that's the one he like wrote and recorded in a day, I believe. Yeah, no. like one of those things. Okay, yeah. so so I said uh, I said to him, I said. Yeah. You know, a lot, of, a lot of musicians of your generation really think that they're doing their best work now. Is, is that how you feel? And he looks at me and goes, I was in the Beatles. It's a pretty high bar. Yeah. yeah. There's only so much I could do. Yeah. I can play bass. Yeah. Uh, wait, do you have it? I sent bass. it to you guys. Did I not? Oh, you did? No. When well, but anyways, he's, he's got a new I book of photography out. Oh, yeah. And that same guy that interviewed you on shot. CBS Sunday Morning. Free. Yeah. Is interviewing him. Taking photographs, I'd be just looking for a shot. Yeah. And so I'd aim the camera and just sort of see where I liked it, you know. Oh, that's it. Yeah. And invariably, you pretty much take one picture. <laughs> oh, okay. I love that. How you did it. Out of all of them, he's still alive. Meanwhile, his wife Linda was a photographer, yeah. right? <laughs> right? So, like, and now, like, you know, he's got the, the complete freedom to revise any part of Beatles history yeah, yeah. that he wants. And uh, it, it's sort of it's interesting. I right? like everything he says. It feels like he's the guy that figured it out. Yeah, you know, well, why he's the only one left yeah. to every time he shoots. You know, it's, it's not hard. It's all you just put it through, and then you do the loop, and then you're done. You know, what's Ringo going to argue with him? I just like <laughs> Ringo stop. I just watched that moment where Ringo's like the, the courage it took him to fight. 
plink out octopus's garden oh, yeah, yeah, in a raw form and just sort of like everyone's sort of like, oh God. George but is fucking like, George just got up and saves it, yeah. Yeah, and just sort of took care of him. It was yeah. kind of beautiful. It's, it's I heard sweet. this thing about the Beatles that like I don't know if it's true. I was talking to I'll drop I'll tell some you. names. I'll tell you if it's true. Oh, uh, James Gray uh, and I are, are kind of friends. I, I never know. Like I have guests on the show and then we're friends for a few weeks and it kind of Let me drift Who's away. James Gray? He's huh? a director. Okay. He did Armageddon Time. He oh, did yes, uh, okay, he did, yeah, he's great. He's great. Great guy. But he said there's a book, and I got to read it, that the Beatles, when they were in Hamburg, the guy who owned the club in Hamburg yeah. had somehow acquired a lot of leftover Nazi amphetamines. And, <laughs> oh, shit. And, uh-huh. uh, you know, that was surplus, war surplus, because right. they used that's to feed what, them all. Right. That's what the And that's what took. he was feeding the Beatles. <gasps> To play all night. I do know. I that's do, why I do the Beatles know. are good. Well, that's because why of Nazi they, amphetamines. Yes, that. Well, <laughs> oh that God. exactly because that's how like they were just at it all night. Like, and if you listen to those early Beatles songs, like it's a little fast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and so that was the genius. Oh, no, they were on. They were called Prellies, I think. Uh huh. Yeah. But I didn't know they were from the Nazis. Well, but that's I. I got to thank the Nazis for something. That's right. Yeah, they weren't all bad. Uh, <laughs> Nazi meth made Beatles. Yeah. There's the headline. <laughs> I don't know if it's true. I got. I keep forgetting to text James where he got that, what right, the wait, source of that was. Pause. Can you text Time Paul? out, Matt, to take control of the show. We got to take a quick break. We actually do have to take a quick break. Okay. Uh, because the second half of the show is where we make the money. Oh. It's behind I the on? wall. Can you stay? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. We'll be right back, and we'll take calls, and uh, that, we'll keep talking about And when it comes to quartet singing, you just can't beat the Jordanaires with Shadrach. Hi, this is Bill Maher, speaking to you from the undisclosed location I like to call Club Random. I'm here to tell you about a few things. First off, Office Hours has now moved to its own dedicated YouTube channel. Go subscribe now at youtube.com slash Live. Secondly, did you know you can get another full hour of this show and so much more with Office Hours Plus? Head on over to patreon.com slash Live to check that shit out. And remember, it's not pot, it's a clove cigarette. Shack-a-bit, shack-a-bit, shack-a-bit. 